0: And this is Faye for Thought, a podcast where I share with you my thoughts about some of my favorite fantasy TV shows. Now, this episode will be a little bit different. This is a bonus episode about Halloween, and I am a big fan of Halloween, which is why I decided to make a podcast episode specifically about it. It would be different from my regular episodes. It would be probably shorter, not scripted. I did not prepare a lot for it. I just want to talk to you a little bit about the holiday, how I became so interested in it, and a little bit about horror movies and also TV shows. So, to get in the mood, let's start with talking a little bit about the season fall or autumn, whichever you prefer. So fall and Halloween have become rather popular in, well, everywhere these last couple of years because probably capitalism. But anyway, I too fell for the trap of Halloween, pumpkins, holding leaves and pumpkin spice waters. Yes, I am that basic when it comes to fall. I enjoy it just like every other girl. But to be honest, just like everybody else. So I feel like I prefer fall and winter in general much more than summer and spring, mostly because of global warming. These are the only seasons when it gets a little bit colder and bearable for me at least, because Spring is almost non existent lately. I have realized spring is more like summer and summer is more like hell. So, yeah. Although, to be perfectly honest, I have noticed that also fall and winter have changed. I mean, every season has changed because of global warming, so that is expected. But still, if it isn't hot, I like it. I just say like this. Now, this season the temperatures were kind of weird, are still kind of weird, I have noticed. And I have been in two countries, in three different cities for the past one or two months. And everywhere I have noticed that the weather is not what it should be. It is untypically warm and it affects not only my mood and panic about the global warming. It affects crops, it affects everything, and soon we will probably all be starving, because there won't be any food because of global warming. But anyway, so what I enjoy about Halloween so much is that you can look scary and messy and that is how it is supposed to be. For those of you who follow me on Instagram or on any other social media, you probably know that I am pretty interested in makeup, fashion, etc. And I post mostly straightforward looks, like everyday looks, kind of dramatic, but still like quote-unquote pretty looks. And what I enjoy so much about special effects makeup, Halloween makeup, is that you get the opportunity to be messy. You don't have to be precise. It is just very refreshing and very freeing for someone like me who usually does the pretty looks to do something so creative, different, out of the box. I enjoy just the process of it very very much. And because of this I developed an interest in horror movies that I did not have before. I remember watching last year a documentary about horror movies by Eli Roth. He went through uh, the different classic horror movies, talked about their symbolism, how horror in the past was used as a metaphor for social issues, for racism, and so on, because it wasn't accepted to speak openly of these issues. So, creators had to use different mediums to, to express their opinions, and horror movies was one of them. Since then, I have decided to watch the classics, To get more familiar with them, but to be perfectly honest, I haven't watched that much of them. I watched Carrie a couple of months ago, and to be honest, I did not enjoy it very much. I have noticed, and that is also valid for other movies, not just horror movies, but movies from the 70s or from the 80s, because they were made in different times. Things were different, a lot of issues were prevalent then. Like, for example, Carrie starts with a bunch of teenagers showering in a ridiculously sexual way. And then it moves on to Carrie. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure which one was first, but the point is we have a bunch of teenagers, fucking high schoolers, girls, of course, only girls, showering in this incredibly pedophilic way. And that is like, uh, that is okay, I suppose. That is, That is like normal. We are expected to see this. And there is a lot of sexual focus put on Carrie in these scenes. Like she is a virgin that has never had her period. That is something that we learn later. But she is somehow taking this very Sensual and sexual shower. Like, who the hell thought of this? Who was like, mm, "Let's do this. Let's make a freaking teenager bathe in this pornographic way." That, by the way, if you ever seen a porn film that is like allowed for people over sixteen and not people over eighteen years, it was kind of like this. And now I am probably going to get a lot of hate if only I had a lot of listeners, but I don't. (laughs) So I might not get that much hate. But Stephen King is kind of a pervert. Like, so far I have seen Carrie and IT. And what the hell is going on in Stephen King's mind when it comes to girls? Like, we know it's a horror. We know it's supposed to be gruesome and not happy, etc. But why is it that girls are always sexualized in some way? In it, we had this little girl being abused by her stepfather or father, I'm not sure, but it's gross anyway. And if you are someone who is actually familiar with sexual abuse, you would know that you can be a guy, a boy, you could not identify with any gender, and you could still be a victim of sexual abuse. You don't have to be a girl in order to be victim of sexual abuse. But something goes on in this guy's mind, so... If he has a female character, there always has to be something sexual about this. I just... I'm confused. And I don't care for it. And I've seen a little bit of critique about that, but not enough. I feel like people excuse him. People say that he doesn't actually portray it as something good. He doesn't glorify it or anything. But the fact is that... He does this to his female characters, but he doesn't do it with his male characters. So it's rather simple, I think. Also something rather interesting that I noticed about Carrie is that John Travolta was there. He is literally in every movie from this period. Another classic that I saw is Little Shop of Horror, which was hilarious. This is definitely one of my favorites. I wouldn't say it counts that much as a horror movie, because it is more comedic, it is also a musical, and I have already said in my introduction that I am a big fan of musicals. It has a great cast. Steve Martin still has black hair at this point, and he plays a sadist who works as a dentist. He is great in that role. I mean, if you are a fan of musicals, watch it. It doesn't matter if you are a fan of horror, to be honest, you don't need to be a fan. But I'm going to assume that you need to be a fan of musicals, because Either you love musicals or you hate musicals, there is no between, I have a feeling. I am currently in the process of watching The Creature from The Black Lagoon. I am kind of in the middle and so far I am rather liking it. I truly thought that I wouldn't like a lot of the classics, but this one, this one hopefully I will like. I can't say much about it at this point, so I will move on to the next movie. I watched the new version of Halloween, that is from 2018, I think. I haven't watched any of the classic Halloween movies, and I am going to check them out, but I am not sure that I would enjoy it very much. Uh, If I have to judge from the new movie, then no, I, I find it extremely weird that this guy what was his name? John Myers Jonathan Myers Uh, was supposed to be in prison for quite a long time and from what I can tell he is quite old and he didn't get a lot of exercise in prison. So this guy just goes around killing everyone as if he has some supernatural protection around him. Like it is physically impossible for this movie to exist like this. He is not in great physical shape. He would not be able to just go around and keep killing so so many people without anyone physically hurting him very bad and stopping him. So from the rather new movies I watched uh, The Witch which was it has a lot of good reviews, but then again, I didn't enjoy it that much. I don't know, I just couldn't get into it. I couldn't relate to the characters or anything. It just it wasn't my type of movie, I would say. The new horror movies that I like are movies like Us and Get Out. Also, I liked The Perfection very much movies that have a horror element to them, but it is not just about the horror, you know. If you haven't seen any of these three, I would recommend all of them. Again, I wouldn't say that you have to be a horror fan. They are kind of more like thrillers, maybe? It's more about the suspense. They have some gory elements, but it's not mostly about that. Also, Yesterday I watched Hereditary at midnight, not a great option, but at least I wasn't alone at home, so I wasn't that terrified, but oh god, that movie was... I mean, I am glad that I watched it just so I can say I watched it, but to be perfectly fair, I didn't get that much enjoyment out of it. And if you don't enjoy something, then what is the point? I was terrified, but that's it. And the weird thing is what terrified me the most was when the little sister died. I'm not going to get into specifics, but the way it happened was terrifying, and it wasn't expected. Like, it was the first thing that was gory and horrible from the movie, so to speak, and maybe this is why it cut to it that much, but it was also an accident. That's the thing, like, it wasn't some spirit haunting them. I mean, there was a spirit, but this scene, this death, well, an accident, or it at least looked like an accident, which made it very terrifying. It made it something that can actually happen in real life, and that terrified the shit out of me. So, I don't know, I don't know if I would recommend for anyone to watch it. I mean, if you want to know what all the fuss is about, then watch it. Oh, I forgot a trilogy that is also quite a classic that I am... Well, I'm not a big fan of the trilogy per se, but I am a big fan of Bruce Campbell. And if you are familiar with Bruce Campbell, you already know what I am talking about. I am talking about... Ash vs Evil Dead. There are three movies originally, and then there were series. They had like about three seasons, I think, and then it was cancelled, which was very sad. But I also think like the series c- could have been more. <laughs> the episodes were about thirty minutes each, and I feel like this show could have had whole episodes of forty plus minutes. They had uh, enough of a story there, but. Um... Yeah. So the first thing I watched were the series. This is how I learned about Ash and then I decided to watch the movies and in comparison the movies were... mm, I understand how they became a classic but because I have watched the series first already and saw how interesting they were made. Uh, It was the quality of the effects was better, it was just better developed probably because everyone involved had the opportunity to learn better and they also had a better budget which plays a big role. And They had also Lucy Loveless, who, if you don't know who she is, then I don't know what you do with your life, to be honest. Lucy Loveless is Zina, and Zina is the first show where I watched Lucy and Bruce together. They are hilarious together, they just play off of each other incredibly well and are so entertaining to watch, it doesn't matter in what show you watch them, they are just phenomenal. So go ahead and watch Ash vs. Evil Dead and Xeno, because it might not be a horror related thing, but it is great and everybody should watch it. So a similar show to Ash vs. Evil Dead is Stan against Evil, which also sounds very familiar, just from the name. I am not going to talk about it much right now, because I have other things that I want to talk about, but it is also kinda like a horror comedy that has shorter episodes, and I also think that it ran for three seasons, and it has John C. McKinley, I am not sure if that was the right pronunciation, but you might know him from Scrops. Scream. Queens was also a great horror comedy that was only two seasons. I don't think it got cancelled. I think it was because of all of the actors involved. Most of them were rather famous and I think they were too busy for the series to continue. But the show was great. It was hilarious and very original so I definitely recommend it. I am going to move away from the comedy element right now and focus more on the horror slash thriller slash drama element. There is this new show called Evo. It started like a month ago or something. I started watching it a couple of weeks ago. It is about a priest who is played by Mike Coulter. You might be familiar with him from Luke Cage. I was a very big fan of Luke Cage, but it got cancelled among all of the Marvel shows from Netflix. So I was very happy to see him on another show. His partner is is a skeptical forensic psychologist played by Katya Herbers I am so bad with pronouncing my names. So what is very interesting about these two people, they are investigating supernatural incidents, so to speak. They Their role is to determine if something is actually supernatural or if it is something else. For example, someone having mental problems and not having demons. Or maybe something weird happening in in house Noises, stuff moving that is not caused by a ghost, but maybe some problems with the house and so on. So what I enjoy very much is they have a different case each week and most of them get debunked, but they there are constantly stuff happening not connected to the case or some might be related to the case that cannot be explained stuff that are happening with the two main characters. So on the one hand you have these cases that gets solved, but on the other hand you still have this tension that builds up from episode to episode, so you get more and more convinced that there is something supernatural going on. And speaking of supernatural, I have to talk about the show Supernatural, which has been on for 15 years and I haven't stopped watching. I have stopped watching a lot of shows, but not supernatural. I understand that in comparison to newer shows it might not be the best, and of course after so long the writers, they can't keep being so innovative, and they can't keep coming up with extremely interesting stuff, but I have stopped stuck to this show till now and I am going to stick by it till the last season, which is this season. So this might be the longest running show that I have personally watched. And because I am getting kind of tired already, I am just going to quickly mention Penny Dreadful, which stars Evergreen, Billy Piper, Josh Hartnett, among many other great actors. If you haven't watched it, please watch it. It is Great! There is also a spin-off developing called Penny Dreadful City of Angels. It will begin shooting soon, so it will be a couple of years till we actually see it. The Terror is also pretty great. It has a different story each season, two seasons so far. The last one was about uh, the war between USA and Japan and how Japanese people in America were treated. This is like the background of the story and there are some ghosts, of course. And last but not least, American Horror Story. I started watching it because of Lady Gaga, so the first season that I watched was American Horror Story Hotel and so far it is probably one of my favorite seasons of American Horror Story. It is the most beautiful one. It is visually the most pleasing from all of the seasons and I recommend it a lot. I am still watching American Horror Story. I thought this last season was kind of weird. At the beginning, especially, it wasn't that interesting, I thought, but it got more interesting as the season progressed. So now I am rather in to it. And I have two last mentions for you, Sabrina and, or more precisely, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina and Daybreak on Netflix. I haven't watched Daybreak yet, but I am pretty sure it is a great show. This is why I am mentioning it right now. If you are interested in checking out some of the Halloween makeup looks that I have done already, this year and the previous years, you can look up my Instagram at Iwa underscore g. And this is for this episode for now. After this episode, I will be taking a pause to focus more on learning how to edit better, how I can reach a bigger audience, more podcast-related stuff that are not just creating, because I have been so focused on just creating episodes that I didn't have a lot of time to do all the other stuff that are related to making a podcast. So I will be focusing on that for some time, so that I can produce better content for you guys listening out there. So now you probably already know where you can listen to this podcast, but let me tell you just in case. You can find it on Anchor, that is anchor.fm.fae-4-4. Fae Fae is spelled F-A-E. There you can find links to all of the platforms where you can listen to this podcast. Platforms like Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and so on. The Twitter profile is at faithfulthought underscore. There is also a Facebook page where regular updates will be posted. You can find this also on the Anchor page. For comments, questions, concerns, the Gmail account is faithfulthought at gmail.com. My personal Twitter is at ifaiwa underscore and my personal Instagram is at ifaiwa underscore g. That is for now. Bye guys and next time. that I just had to. It's Halloween! Happy Halloween!